This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. This is our preview of Fulham's match on Sunday against Manchester United at Old Trafford. It's the third match between these two clubs this season. And I look forward to giving my preview of this upcoming match in just a bit. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Please do leave us a review. I've actually read some really nice reviews. Really appreciate it. So please feel free to leave us a review. It actually does help us reach other Fulham supporters, get up in the rankings on Apple Podcasts. So please do leave us a review, leave us a rating. All of it helps. So thank you very much if you do. And also subscribe on YouTube. Help us get more YouTube subscribers. I would certainly appreciate that. Okay. Well, let's get to the show. Before the focus is all about the match against Manchester United. I do want to mention something that is the five-year anniversary of Fulham's playoff final against Aston Villa at Wembley. And five years ago today, I was at Wembley Stadium, part of the White Wall. And to this day, and I actually tweeted this out, there is not one sporting event that can touch this playoff final for me that I've watched live. I've been to two. AFC Championship games at Gillette Stadium. I've been to several playoff games of the Red Sox, Bruins, Celtics, and Patriots, and I'm here to tell you nothing touches that playoff final. It was an incredible day. I was with incredible people. Big shout-out to Emilio Danello, who uh, allowed me to stay at his house, gave me that hospitality. So thank you so much to Emilio and Callie Danello for housing me for a few days and uh, making my trip so special. Shout out to Steve Lydian, one of our co-hosts who was at the match with me and so many others. Uh, It's been five years. I can't remember everyone's names, but I just want to just give a shout out to them and everyone that was with me on that day that met me, that said hello. Just thank you to everyone. And I just can't tell you how special this day was for me. It was my second match 
of seeing Fulham that wasn't a friendly. I, I've been to Jacksonville to see a friendly against DC United. I, I went back in 2012 to see Fulham play at Reading, but this is different. This is a playoff final. This is an opportunity to get back to the Premier League after several years. And it's just something that I will always cherish. I will never forget being a part of the White Wall and the reaction after Tom Kearney scored. It was just amazing. And then as you go into the second half, you have the red card for Dennis Adoy and just turning to my friends and saying, can they hold on? Can they find a way to win this and Fulham get promotion, be promoted back to the Premier League? And it was a nervy end. Let's just say it, it really was, but it was well worth the weight of coming back to the Premier League because this final was just tremendous. I waited a long time for Fulham to get back to the Premier League, and they got back in style winning this playoff final against Aston Villa. And it's funny because I, if I remember correctly, many pundits thought Aston Villa was going to win this match. I had a good feeling. Fulham were going to win it, and they did, and they deserved to get promoted. After that, well, it wasn't a successful season for Fulham Football Club in 2018, but that does not diminish this day five years ago today being so special to me and something I will always cherish, being amongst the Fulham supporters, watching Fulham get promoted back to the Premier League in 2018. Just simply wonderful, and to be around such great people like Emilio and Steve and everyone else that was part of it. It's just amazing. And I'm glad that I had the chance today to look back at it so fondly and think about how wonderful it was and the fact that it was five years ago. But Fulham are still in the Premier League and will be next season and hopefully for many years to come. But this day, I will never forget five years ago today. I thought that would be a great way to start this show. Okay. So now let's talk a little bit about this match for about the next 10 to 15 minutes. I'm going to start by just sharing my thoughts on the two matches prior for Fulham against Manchester United. And the first match I truly believe at Craven Cottage, Fulham deserved to get something from it. They played very well and uh, very good goal to beat them in the end. But you know what? I thought Fulham were the equal to Manchester United at Craven Cottage. Unfortunately, they got nothing from that, and that stuck with me. But that also gave me confidence when Fulham played going into that match against Manchester United in the FA Cup. I thought, well, if they could play well at Craven Cottage, why can't they do it again at Old Trafford? And I ended up being right. Now, caveat here that Casemiro was not in this match, and that was a miss, but that does not take away from how Fulham played. Fulham were the better side up to the situation with William, the handball and everything changes. And then the minutes of madness, I'll call it, from Mitro and then, of course, from Marco. That changed everything. And Fulham got nothing from this, obviously didn't win and could not move on in this uh, FA Cup match. And congratulations to Manchester United because they are now in the FA Cup final. But I go back and I think about this and I think about what could have been because they were the better side for like 70 minutes. And they showed me that they 
can play with a team with a stature of Manchester United. They proved it all season long, including Manchester City. They played with all these sides. They should not be intimidated by any club in the Premier League, and they're not. And that's what's great about Fulham. What I've learned about Fulham Football Club over the course of the season is they simply play with no fear. They really take that moniker from the manager. The manager plays with no fear, and the players go out and execute it. They don't fear anyone. They don't sit back. I don't care what Brighton Hove Albion supporters will tell you because of this match. That had more to do with Brighton Hove Albion not letting Fulham play. But Fulham don't go into a match thinking that they're not going to play on the front foot when they get the opportunity. They're going to. And they're going to in this match, even if Manchester United have more of the ball, which I expect them to. But that doesn't mean that Fulham aren't going to be playing on the front foot and counterattack extremely quick. And I expect that. And when they do have the ball, I expect that they to dominate the play when they do have the ball. They will be aggressive here. I truly believe that. They've been aggressive all season long. It started in the first match against Liverpool. We saw it then. Even though Liverpool had a good amount of the play, Fulham were aggressive against them. They pressed them. And Fulham, I truly believe, will be aggressive once again against Manchester United. And I expect them to give Manchester United everything that they can handle in this match. I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'll give my prediction in a little bit. But um, I like Fulham's chances. And the two matches prior give me hope that Fulham can actually get all three points at Old Trafford. I truly believe that. Okay. A couple more topics before... We truly, really get to predicting this match. And I want to talk a little bit about Bruno Fernandez. This was actually brought to me today. We were just talking about him. And uh, I had a fellow Fulham supporter tell me why he dislikes Bruno Fernandez. And I certainly understand it. And I got to think about it. I don't like him either. And I realized here's the reasons why I dislike Bruno Fernandez is that every time I've watched him play for Manchester United. It seems like he's complaining about something, he's complaining to the refs. He's just a player that, again, just seems to be using his mouth and being very vocal. And uh, I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan. I just, I like players that let their football do the talking. And Bruno lets his mouth do the talking, at least what I've seen. Not a fan of his. Is he a good player? Is he a very good player? The answer is yes. Now, here's the argument here. I could say that probably many fans of other sides don't like Mitro, and maybe this is why they don't like Mitro, because Mitro does talk, Mitro is vocal, and maybe they have this in common. You don't like the player if he's against you, but you like him when he's on your side. So maybe Mitro does have a little bit of that Fernandez in him. But Mitro is a complete player. I'm not saying that Bruno is not. Mitro is a team player. Mitro puts the team first. I truly believe that. But I think they're a little bit different where I truly believe that Mitro, even though he is vocal, I think it has more to do with the team rather than himself. I think it's all about Bruno Fernandes. That's just my opinion. I'm not in his head. It just seems when I watch him that it's about Bruno Fernandes. When I watch Mitro, it seems 
that maybe there's some of it about him, but I think that a lot has to do with Fulham Football Club. I truly believe his frustration that caused all of the issues the last time these two clubs met, getting a penalty. There were two penalty opportunities on fouls on Mitro, and he didn't get any, either one of them. And I think that's where the frustration came about. And for him, it's a team game. And I think he was frustrated for the team. He was frustrated that they were in this situation, that they did not get the breaks that Manchester United got. And you could say it's the right call on William. I could say it should have been the call with Luke Shaw pushing Mitro in the back. That was one of these situations. Where was the uh, penalty on that? And there wasn't one. And that's why I can understand why Mitro was upset. But this goes back to, I kind of understand why fans don't like Mitro, but I definitely dislike Bruno Fernandes. Doesn't take away from him being a very good player. I just don't like his whining. I can't stand it. Okay. So now let's talk about a huge battle in this match. Battle of um, two players that have changed both of their clubs, Paulinha and Casemiro. And this might be where the match is going to be decided. Casemiro is an excellent player, and I've heard over and over again how much he's changed Manchester United. But that doesn't take away from the fact that Paulinho, without him, Fulham are not in the position that they are. They're not the same team without him. He is so important to everything that Fulham Football Club do. Every time he was suspended, Fulham, I believe, lost, and lost badly. So Paulinho is key to so many things. This battle, I think, could decide... Who wins? Who has a better match? Is it going to be Paulinho or Casemiro? This is where the match might end up being decided in central midfield. Something to watch. Okay. Coming up next to end the show, I'm going to share my thoughts on how Fulham can win this match, the starting 11 and my prediction for the match. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, before I talk about how I think how Fulham can beat Manchester United, I want to share this with you. Does the match matter to Manchester United? Well, they do have an FA Cup final coming up a week later. And I still think it matters. I think that they want to end the season in third. They're at home. So I think the match actually does matter. I want it to matter to them. I want them to play the best side that they can. Will they Will they rotate? It's a possibility. I was listening to a podcast that thinks that Ten Hag will rotate some players. I actually hope he doesn't. I hope he plays the strongest side. They're dealing with some injuries. Luke Shaw, Anthony, both of them might not play. So that might change how things go for Manchester United. But 
I think the match does matter to Manchester United, and that's what I'm hoping for. I want them to care on this. I really want them to care. This is important to Fulham. I don't care what anyone says. This is a revenge match. It's not all about the players. Obviously, it's about the ref, but it the revenge part of it is the opportunity that was taken from them not being able to move on in, in the FA Cup. Do you blame the players for that? I don't I don't look at it that way. I look at it as a situation. The revenge is the situation playing against Manchester United again. They're going to want to win this match badly. And you know who's going to want to win this match badly, and that's Alexander Mitrovic. He's going to be all in for this match. So how does Fulham beat Manchester United? Have to take the same approach that they did against Liverpool, that they have against several teams, several of these big six teams. They might not have the ball as much as Manchester United. They need to be aggressive. They need to press this team. They need to make this team uncomfortable. And when they get the ball, they need to break because there is going to be space. Anyone that has watched Manchester United lately knows that Fulham will have their opportunities and they need to be clinical. And what's great about this match, Mitro's back. And I truly believe that Mitro will score in this match, will be clinical. We have William who can be clinical. Fulham do have players that can be clinical. So Fulham need to be aggressive, take their opportunities when they get it, and take it to Manchester United. Play with no fear. Beat them on the counter and score. And one other thing that I want to say. Fulham can't win this match 1-0. They have to win by more than one goal. They have to win by more than one goal. For me, it feels like Fulham aren't just going to be playing Manchester United. They got the situation from the last time with the ref. They got the crowd. It's almost like a boxing match where you have to knock them out. You have to knock the champ out. Fulham need to knock Manchester United out. So they need to score, and they need to make this match and win by more than a goal. They need to score multiple goals. I truly believe that to win this match. And that will show in my prediction for this match. Okay. So now I'm going to go to my starting 11. And I'm going to go with Bern Leno, right back, Kenny Tete, left back, Anthony Robinson, Diop and Tosa. It's going to be Paulina, Reed, and Tom Kearney. On the left, it's going to be William. On the right, it's going to be Harry Wilson. And up front, it's going to be... Alexander Mitrovic. That's what I'm going with my starting 11. And now to end the show, I'm going to share my prediction. And I've already kind of gave you some thoughts of where I was going to go on this. And I feel very confident in Fulham Football Club. I want them to end on a high note. I think they're going to. I think they're going to shock a lot of people. I was asked on another podcast, what shock result do you think can happen on the final day? And I said Fulham. I think Fulham are going to win. I think they're going to keep a clean sheet. I'm going 2-0 to Fulham at Old Trafford. I think Fulham are going to score two goals. I'm going to say one from William and one from Alexander Mitrovic. 2-0 to Fulham. That's my prediction. I know many won't have that, but I'm going to go with it. 2-0 to Fulham to beat Manchester United on Sunday at Old Trafford. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. As always, please do. Subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other phone supporters find us. Also want to mention that 
Cottage Talk will be going full force this summer. We're going to be doing a show each and every day. The plan is to do a show daily once we get close to the new season. That's number one. Number two, starting next week, I'm going to be introducing a new show. It's called Fulham Media Buzz. And basically what this show is going to be, I'm going to present several articles, stories in the press, and I'm going to basically say buy or sell. Do I believe the story, meaning buying it, or am I going to sell it that I don't believe it? And I think it's about time that there's a show dedicated to what the media are saying about foam. I'm going to do it, and I think it should be interesting. I'm going to be fair to the media because I'm going to read out their words. I'm going to read it out, and I'll share my thoughts on it, my opinion on what they're sharing. And because we all get inundated with all the transfer speculation, with all the stories about Fulham, Marco Silva, everything, it's all going to be on the table for Fulham Media Buzz. And I look forward to bringing that to you. Hopefully, I'm going to be doing this show often, but it debuts next week. And I hope you take a listen and watch it. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for Cottage Talk. My name is Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, now part of the TalkSport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute, and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.